0: Welcome to Creative MKE, a conversation show from Imagine MKE, where we talk to creative leaders in Milwaukee and beyond to highlight all the incredible transformative power of their work in our region. We hope that after listening to the pod, you'll be able to imagine our city's arts and culture ecosystem and all the awesome artists, organizations, and creative assets within it in a new way. I'm your host, Elizabeth Gasparca. Hey there, listeners. Thanks for tuning in for what will almost certainly be the final episode of this season of Creative MKE. Never fear. I'll be coming back in a few weeks with some updates to the show and a bit of a different format. Excitingly, the show's next season is going to be aired in part on the airwaves of Milwaukee's 89.7, WUWM. We'll still continue streaming episodes in this podcast format, but the conversations in next season will likely be a bit shorter to fit nicely into a radio-length show slot. Before I introduce you to this week's guest, I would like to say a big thank you to you all for listening during this season of change. I'm grateful for each of you tuning in, sharing the episode clips on social media, subscribing, and just generally following along and supporting this adventure of telling stories from on the ground within Milwaukee's creative economy. Thanks also to the Shepherd Express for their promotional support of this show. I'm looking forward to bringing you more stories starting in a few weeks and doing my best to level up the production a bit in the next chapter. Onwards. This week, I had the joy of hearing from Jasmine Holyfield, a multi-hyphenate Milwaukee creative who is a creative director within her own company and also my awesome colleague at Imagine MKE. Jasmine Holyfield was born and raised in Milwaukee. After a few years living in Dallas and Los Angeles, Jasmine returned home to Milwaukee three years ago during the pandemic and was pleasantly surprised to find herself back in the midst of of a creative community that had been building since she left six years prior, stumbling into what she calls Milwaukee's creative renaissance. Jasmine is one half of C&B Creative, a local creative consulting company, which she founded in 2012 with longtime friend and business partner, Kayla Green. Together through C&B, they produce creative arts events, support dozens of artists and creatives, local, and from across the country, and provides several services such as creative brand consulting, set design and staging, event planning, project management, and more. As mentioned, Jasmine is also the operations coordinator for Imagine MKE, where she's been leading on Imagine's Arts and Economic Prosperity Study on behalf of Americans for the Arts, and also spearheads programs and events for Imagine. To the role, she brings over 10 years of experience in sales, marketing, and communications, uh, as well as a depth of wisdom, thoughtfulness, and really good humor. She prides herself on being a multifaceted creative with skills in photography, web and graphic design, content creation, and visual art. Jasmine also has a BA in communication from Marquette University. Tune in after the break for my conversation with Jasmine Holyfield.
1: Uh, I say back when we was eating tasty twist for dinner, uh, all white dookies uh, in the top of the, the weather.
0: Hey, Jasmine, welcome.
1: Hello, hello. Thanks for having me.
0: So exciting to have you in this space. You've been. A colleague of mine for I think two months now.
1: Yes, going on three. It'll be three in a couple of weeks. So, two months down.
0: <laughs> so exciting. It's been a wild ride so far, would you say?
1: It has. It definitely has, like jumping right in pretty much day one. Um, we've been able to get a lot done. And I forget that it's only been two months. So, that's exciting. That's exciting. I always say what we're doing, it has meaning to it. So it's like I'm happy to happy to get in and get things done. But it's definitely been a ride for sure. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I feel like you and I are in the same camp that we're like, oh my gosh, a whole work day just went by in the mm-hmm. blink of an eye. Mm-hmm. It's, it's definitely been like that for the last few months, I'd imagine. But I digress. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited to have you here on the show. Would you start us off by just Telling our listeners about one arts or cultural experience from your life that left a strong imprint on you.
1: Yes. So I was thinking about this pretty much all my life. I've been surrounded by, you know, the arts and culture that's always been a part of my upbringing. i study studied instruments as early as seven. Music was always a big part of my life. So there's always, I've always been immersed in like a very arts and culture heavy environment. Um, But uh, something that specifically encouraged me to continue in the creative sector was actually just putting on my first event. I got started with my creative company in 2012 with CMB Creative. And we just started by helping out our friends with their clothing line. Um, There were two brothers. One was a designer and then the other was just kind of like the personality, the face. He was super popular. So he was kind of like the face of the brand. Kayla and I, my business partner and my friend, we were just kind of like the team. It was just us for the core for a very long time. And our first event was a fashion show. And we were pretty naive to how much actually goes into planning an event. Like we went all out and for it to be our first time like I learned a lot a lot good and bad and there was just a lot wrapped into what went into that event but even through all of the challenges it was a literal blizzard on the day of the show oh. <laughs> like it was like everything it was so many things we got stuck in an elevator oh, no. that no like it was like so i mean almost everything that could have went wrong did but none of that mattered when we got to Mm -hmm. the venue it was still sold out it was still a major success and we did it in honor of one of the brothers who actually ended up passing Mm -hmm. prior to in the process of planning the event so that really showed me number one what i was capable of doing and how much support like how much it was important to have a community to help just fill in wherever needed. But it also showed me how important that was to bring these experiences to my community. Um, I had never seen anything done like that, especially amongst my peers. And I just felt really proud to be able to to provide that, not only for them, but for our, just for our group. You know, if it would have just been us, that would have been perfectly fine. And that is what really, like, pushed me like, okay, this is something that I need to be doing. Like, regardless of all of the obstacles, it still happened. We still made it happen. And so that just really, like, just motivated us to keep going, just to see how far we can go. And just starting so high, it was just like, okay, we got to keep this up. We got to keep going. But definitely planning that first event and executing it is really what set the ball rolling, like, completely in motion.
0: Mm. There is like a particular event magic and sort of an event endorphin high that's that's Mm -hmm. possible when you are resilient and you meet challenges and overcome Mm -hmm. them. I'm wondering where the venue
1: was. It was at the War Memorial. Oh, wow. Yes, and they had never done anything like that. Like, I don't, looking back, I'm just like, Why did what were we, you know, like what did we think we were doing? (laughs) Like it was just like it was just totally out there, but we chose that venue to honor the brother that passed. Like it was that was a big reason why we chose that. And we just while we were young, we were like 20, 21 years old, and we just had a meeting. We're like, hey, we want to do this fashion show here, we like this venue. And they were down like we had we didn't really expect them to agree to it, (laughs) honestly, but we just went for it. And they were super excited. They were they were there at the show, like watching from the corner. Like (laughs) it was just a good time. Um, But yeah, it was at the War Memorial. And this was in February of 2012. So it was like wintertime blizzard. Like it was, it was crazy, but it was beautiful. Yeah. that And that's, that's where we had it. The very first event at the War Memorial. <laughs> wow. Go big or yeah. go home.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. And that's so Wisconsin to just like throw a blizzard at you.
1: <laughs> yep.
0: <laughs> so tell listeners a little bit more about your background, how you came to form CNB and, you know, become an event production guru and stylist. Tell us about yourself.
1: Yeah. So um, so again, like basically my whole life, I've been just really interested in arts and culture and just all things creative. Um, my mother was a hairdresser uh, pretty much all my life. So that I feel like I got a lot of the creativity from her because now that I'm older, I realize how much of a creative she actually was mm-hmm. with what she did. And she had great style. I, get, I definitely got my music taste and my fashion sense from her, for sure. Um, so that was just always kind of like, I will say, honestly, something that I kind of took for granted. So when it came time to pursue like a professional pursuit, I didn't really consider a creative career because it was already just so much a part of my life, you know. Mm-hmm. So I started, uh, I went to Marquette and I started with journalism. Because I wanted, I knew that I loved writing. Um, But when I got started taking those journalism classes, I was like, "This is a little too stiff for me. I need, Mm -hmm. I need a little more freedom, a little more flexibility." I understand that journalism, you know, has its structure, but I wanted to find a way to still be able to use those skills, but do it in a creative way, and to combine all of my passions, you know, to combine my interest in music, my interest in art. I started picking up photography and design while taking those communication courses. Um, And so I switched over to PR because I saw that as a more flexible, like that kind of encompassed Mm -hmm. a little bit more of those uh, disciplines. But also same with that about midway through. I knew very early on that I didn't want to go a corporate route. Like I I always knew that I would end up eventually or at some point working for myself or creating that opportunity for myself. I didn't know of at the time any opportunities that existed that would fit what I was looking for. So I just immediately planned, like, when I graduate, I'm going to take this and we're going to do something for ourselves, putting this together that we can kind of, that we don't have to limit ourselves in what we create and how Mm -hmm. we create it. So me and my best friend, we both graduated in 2012. Um, Her background is in business. And marketing so we just kind of put both of those worlds together she's very much the like manager business structure and I'm more of the like free flowing artistic she's very creative as well but we definitely kind of feed off of those two things from each other and that's how we got started with c and um, and of course our friends have knowing us they are we, we were already like the managers of our friend group <laughs> <laughs> so when they approached us um, about wanting to start this clothing line because they didn't go the traditional higher education route, mm-hmm. but they, too, wanted to do something different, you know, and didn't see an opportunity. There wasn't a job that would fit what they wanted to do. Mm-hmm. So he's like, hey, I can draw. I like to design. Um, the other brother was like, well, I know these people. I have the connections. He had great sense of style. He's like, you basically can dress me. I'm the walking billboard. You do the designs. <laughs> C&B, you manage it and that's just really how it started. Wow. Um, and people began to notice what we were doing for the brand and they started to ask, okay, so can you do this for us? What, al- what else do you guys offer? And it just kind of grew from there. We didn't have a clear cut vision of what C&B was gonna be. Mm. It just kind of, things were just coming at us and we just started saying, yes, yeah, like, okay, well maybe we can do this for you. We can style or creative direct your photo shoot or help you with your event. As we began to do more things for ourselves, we just began to offer it to others. And it just kept growing that way. Very organic. We, we don't, we've never like advertised or just kind of put it out. We just showed what we did and people took an interest in it.
0: Mm, I love that. That's so reminiscent of just being a creative itself, right? Just opening yourself mm-hmm. up to possibilities and letting your mm-hmm. work speak for itself and letting it inspire other people to see themselves in your work or want to be part of it. And that's, yes. it sounds like you've really, you and Kayla have really benefited from that. Um, so you are born and raised Milwaukeean. You are yes. a born and raised Milwaukeean. <laughs> and um, I know that part of your journey included Heading out to LA, heading to mm-hmm. Texas. Can you talk a little bit about how you came to that decision as a creative working in Milwaukee? Like what was the landscape like when you made that decision? And what factors factored into it?
1: Yeah. So there were several. Um, it became a point. So we had started D B around 2012, um, but we were still working. Like it was very much not for profit. It was all, you know, out of pocket. We didn't really make money um, off of what we were doing. So we were still working. Um, So we had ended up hearing about opportunities through uh, a job opening in Dallas, Texas. Hmm. And at the time, um, I honestly will say, I think we had become a little bit jaded at that point. Like we were starting to feel like we had just hit a ceiling. Like. Hmm we 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 like started all of this new stuff we had all of these ideas but there wasn't enough places to put them or mm-hmm. there, you know like we couldn't find the right mix of people places things to work with resources like we were just hitting ceilings um so we took that opportunity to go to Texas first we found jobs i remember i went down to for my interview at the company and during we stayed for about a week. We drove down, we stayed for a week and we just looked at apartments. Like that whole week we found an apartment. Mm-hmm. I got the job and we moved back. It was like a three week process. Like it wow. was like, <laughs> we're just going to do it, you know? Um, <laughs> So we found the apartment, got approved, kept, went back down. And I think I started working like a month later. Kayla had already had her job. She had transferred it was just kind of like, okay, this makes sense. Like Mm -hmm. we got, we got a, we got jobs. We have a place to stay. And the the main goal was not just to get away from Milwaukee, but it was also to just to, to replenish ourselves and Mm -hmm. to just find more inspiration. Like we were just tapped out to be honest, you Mm -hmm. know? And I was like, we have to go somewhere where we can at least be inspired again and like have new ideas to contribute. A lot of things were becoming recycled or it was just like, you know, Milwaukee's so small, so it's easy for people to pick up on the same things and like do similar things. Mm-hmm. So that that was the main motivation to just be re inspired and to just put ourselves in a better position, honestly, so that we could continue to contribute from a place where we had something of quality to offer. Mm. So with Dallas, it was kind of the same thing. Dallas is a very comfortable place. Like Mm. it's, it's very safe. Like it's great for families. If you want to have like, you know, a corporate job, a nice place to live, it's affordable, lots to eat and shop, (laughs) (laughs) places to shop. Um, But for what we were looking for, we just wanted to be uh, just challenged a little bit more creatively. Like we still didn't see exactly how we would place ourselves within that creative community as they, mm-hmm. it was also growing at the time. So we had a friend who lived in California, a friend from Milwaukee. Actually, we have been mm-hmm. friends with him for years. He was in California and we had been talking with him and we were just, you know, floating around the idea. Like, what if we came out there, you know, like, so he offered to let us crash at his place till we you know got stable and we we went to LA with the goal in mind to to just continue to challenge ourselves creatively to intentionally at this point we were more confident in what we wanted to do what we wanted to offer so this time we were going to intentionally place ourselves within an environment that that supports that that's where the industry is this is where it happens and just Mm. see what could come out of it who we could meet what type of opportunities that we could run into or create for ourselves. Um, and that's exactly what we did. We of course LA is not um, an easy place to live by any means. It's not all glamorous at all. So mm. <laughs> I think that it was it was a challenge to balance, you know, work and pursuing our because we still had to work and pay our bills, but we definitely still try to make a balance to be creative and stay immersed in that and in what we wanted to do. But then the pandemic happened. Mm. <laughs> so we were again faced with the decision of, okay, we can continue here. You know, we can we can figure it out. We can pivot. Um we weren't we weren't in a position where we had to leave, but it was again one of those things where it's like we're not really fulfilling the purpose of what we came here for. Everything Mm -hmm. was closed. We were isolated. Like we didn't really have that community. Like we had the creative, you know, obviously the creative opportunities, the fun things, but we still didn't have a community Mm -hmm. that we felt like we were a part of. So that's when we decided to come back to Milwaukee, really just to test it out, just to see like, okay, Mm -hmm. well, we can at least, come back here, be close to family while everything is just so up in the air. And then if we want to go back, we can just go back. But that didn't happen. <laughs> Milwaukee, to our surprise, was just in this this state of so much change and so much growth and so many different things were going on. As we began to rediscover Milwaukee and the creative community, we were like, okay, wait a minute, There's there's something going on here. And I can see how we can fit in before we had even officially moved back. Mm. People were like, okay, well, can y'all do this? Can you do that? You're here, oh. what what can we do? And so it just so happened that as more opportunities and more things started to line up, it made sense for us to stay here. And we've been here, we've been back since. It's been almost three years now. And I, mm-hmm. I definitely did not plan for that. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say I have been, it makes sense for us to be back now. We've been more productive as far as our CMB business here than we were in LA and Dallas, which is wow. very very surprising to say, to say. But yeah, it just it just lined up so well. The community that we were working with when we first started, we reconnected, a lot of them have grown and expanded, a lot of them have come back. So it's like we all kind of were pulled back at the same time mm. to kind of finish what we started 10 years ago.
0: Wow, that's so powerful. I have to credit you as coining the phrase, the Milwaukee creative renaissance. Mm-hmm. I love that you, when you and I were just talking, not on uh, on a recorded device, mm-hmm. <laughs> you said that that was part of the, the vibe that you got when you were visiting Milwaukee is that you sensed that there was something happening, something growing and and expanding, and that the creative sector here in Milwaukee was stepping into its greatness and recognizing that it had something really special. I would love to hear more about that. How has that manifested since you've been back? Like, what are some of your favorite things that you've been part of? What have you witnessed since coming back?
1: yeah, definitely. Um I'll just say, you know, number one, the thing that i I think I'm most proud of is, you know, people that we worked with at the beginning of their career, or not I won't say at the beginning of their career, but when we all kind of started at the same time, like they're they're still going. they're still expanding. and it's nice to know that we've had like a like a silent role in helping, mm-hmm. you know, in helping that and supporting that. there's someone who we gave her her first modeling opportunity ever at that fashion show. And she's still modeling to this day, you know, like she's one of the most thought out models in Milwaukee now. And that was her first time ever doing a shoot. Anything like that was with us. So it's little things like that. That's like, okay, this is like, we, this is beyond us, you know? Um, And just to, to be able to, be a part like the one of the first projects we worked on when we came back was on a film set. Um our friend Jay Sharon, she produced her own film. It's called Gold. Um and that actually was picked up. She's it's won like several awards. It's been published. It was at film festivals. Like it 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 went so far. Um but we didn't we didn't you know we didn't do it like, oh we're gonna be we're gonna be put on from this. We just wanted to help a friend out. But it's like these are the type of people that we know and these people are from Milwaukee. You know, they they didn't come in and like, oh, hey, we want some local talent. Like we she's from here Mm -hmm. and she specifically wanted to work with people from Milwaukee. And it's just amazing that we have built that network. And I think that that's what I'm most proud of is that we have a network that's so strong and so powerful that we can offer these opportunities to each other, you know, and that's a new thing. Like before we were constantly seeking it out elsewhere, but it's like now we're we're more in positions to provide that for each other of, of substance. Mm. Um, so that's, that's really been good to see. And everyone's remained authentic, um, just true to themselves, things that they said they wanted to do years ago, they're doing it now, you know, and wow. I, it's really inspiring to see people, just not give up like it's been 10 years and no matter how long it takes it's you know it's that much of a priority like we have Mm -hmm. to do this we have to you know fulfill our mission um and that's what keeps me going it's like if you if you're still going I can I can keep going you know and so it's just really nice to be around that with people like that I know their stories and I know firsthand what they've gone through to get to where they are and what they're still going through. It's like a direct, I see myself in them the same way they see me Mm -hmm. and then, you know, vice versa, Um, the people we've come back and what we've been able to do in such a short time. uh, We had our studio and we've been able to help um, support several different brands and businesses and just in little ways, little projects. um, And even the new people that we've met, the new artists, um the younger community who like is the 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 coolest thing is like people that have heard about us or like heard about something that we've done and they're like oh i remember that that was you like it's like little stuff like that it's like wow okay it it causes you to reflect and like okay i've really done some things um that we sometimes forget about and it's mm. like you never know what people remember about you So it's always important, you know, to try to leave that good mark because you just don't never know what sticks and what can impact someone in some way. And I've Mm -hmm. had a lot of moments like that, that I don't think I would have gotten elsewhere outside of Milwaukee because they don't they don't have that connection to us the way Milwaukee does.
0: One of the most, I'd say, wonderful things, um, having worked with you just for two months, is how aware you are of that that like ecosystem that is the I guess it's what's what's supporting all the creative work that's happening in Milwaukee that that social ecosystem and yeah it seems like you're a person who just takes great pride in operating in a way that you feel is authentic and supports other people and is giving and that really just shines through so I just want to Acknowledge yeah. that.
1: Thank you. Thank you. i, I hope so. <laughs> I really do believe in that. Um, it's definitely what's kept us going, especially coming back here. Um, it just mm. reinforces that. And I'll always, you know, try to support and make sure that I'm giving back and keeping and keeping that going, playing my part and keeping it going.
0: Speaking of playing your part, um, mm-hmm. so given the success of CNB Creative, what made you decide to take on a full-time job at Imagine? Like how can you Mm -hmm. draw a line between the work that you do as a creative director and the work that you're doing at Imagine?
1: Yes, definitely. Um, So again, it's with with CMB, you know, us two, we can only do so much. And I think that having experience, you know, trying to do the full-time creative route and then doing like just full-time work we realized that there is a place for both of those worlds to exist, especially just within the world we live now. Like we have bills, we have full-time bills. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, it's, it's, it was important for me to be able to sustain myself, you know, because having that income will help fund the business and will help me be able to provide these opportunities and these resources and have the time to do so. But mm-hmm. I also wanted to make sure that whatever job that I was doing was aligned with my personal beliefs with the business so that they can kind of work together. I can bring the things that I've learned and that I'm interested in otherwise into the position and vice versa and take some, some of what I learned at work and apply it to my business. Um, so it was really important for me to not just have a job and not just get a paycheck, but to make sure that the work that I was doing was going to support my community, that it it aligned with what I believe in as a person, um, you know, something that I could be proud to say that I do. And it, it has taken a little while to find that it's, it's not, I definitely feel very mm-hmm. blessed to be able to have found something like that um, because it doesn't happen often so I, I took my time with, with finding it. Luckily, I was able to have support for my family. So I didn't feel pressured to have to like immediately find a job, which I'm very grateful for. So mm-hmm. I was able to take my time and kind of like put it out to the universe. Like, OK, this is what I want. This is how I want to <laughs> feel. This is what I want to be able to do. Um, and I wasn't afraid to say no to opportunities that didn't fit. Um, because I knew I knew that there was something that would be able to to give me what I was looking for. And that would allow me to contribute in a way I would feel proud of. And so I was referred to the position uh, through a former colleague. And she was just like, hey, this seems like it'll be a good fit for you because uh, she knew, you know, all about what we did with C&B. And as soon as I met you guys, I just knew like, yes, this is it. Um, (laughs) Once I learned more about the company and just the team and, you know, everything that not only that you've done, but what you what we want to do is totally aligned with with what I value. And I can see how, you know, as our role at CMB, especially being back in Milwaukee, one of the main things that we want to do is support the creative community in Milwaukee mm-hmm. to shine light on the creatives and all the talent here. And that's exactly what we do at imagine. So it was just like, this just makes sense. <laughs> you know, Um, it just makes sense on top of everything else. And I feel like I can bring my full self to work, you know, just the fact that I don't have to, that I can talk about having my own business, you know, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. that could be a, you know, a touchy thing, but it's like, we understand that. Well, I understand that I can bring something from each into this role, um, so it, it fits, and I'm, oh, yeah. I'm really, really grateful for that. Because oh. I've, I, I just have faith, and I'm glad that I, I, I stuck it out and waited for the right time, right opportunity. That's really all. That's really what it was. Just the right opportunity at the right time.
0: And you came in at the most amazing right moment also. And you mm-hmm. hit the ground running. Like <laughs> I was just looking back on, you know, we had our 414 day preview event at the Oriental yeah. Theater. And I just loved your fearlessness. You were like, I'm going to make us business cards. Um, yep. <laughs> and you did it in like a day. And then I went to Trader Joe's and bought a bunch of flowers. And I was like, You're. I know you have some event magic. Let's uh. Let's make some bouquets. And you were like, Mm -hmm. "Yep, let's do it." So that was really fun. That was like day
1: three or day four. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes.
0: I'm so excited to see how you put your mark on the Creative Summit in October and our Creative MKE Mixer event series. So, listeners, stay tuned because there's going to be much more information to come about that in the weeks to come. But yeah, you are such a great, amazing add to our team. So we're, we're so grateful to have you.
1: Thank you. Likewise, likewise.
0: <laughs> so just kind of zooming out a little bit, um, thinking about your younger self in Milwaukee and the hustle that you were that mm-hmm. you were in, I wonder if now that you're in this sort of position of more of like a mentorship role and a, a person that people are looking up to, Mm-hmm. What kind of advice would you like to share with up-and-coming creatives in Milwaukee today?
1: Hmm. I would definitely say one of the first things that come to mind is it's it's important to you know remain present, but it's also important to to think ahead in the sense that you know what you're doing now is setting you up for the future, you know. So have those have those long-term goals, but don't be too too strict on how you get there mm. and just just really be mindful of planting seeds because it may take 10 years for some of those, you know, for to reap some of those those rewards, but if you start where you are when you can, don't feel like you have to have the biggest budget or the biggest crowd, or, you know, the biggest, the the biggest amount of followers, like, do do the work from a genuine place, put it out, let it live somewhere, you know, and come back to it if you need to. But, but just keep in mind that starting where you are is better than just Hmm. waiting for it to be perfect, or for something to come along, you know, you have to just, Create those moments for yourself and just remember, always keep the why in mind. I think it's easy to get caught up in, you know, what other people are doing and how they're doing it and comparing, you know, your successes or failures to others, but just remember why you're doing it, you know, because we each have, should have our own individual motivations and inspirations and reasons for pursuing certain things. So just keeping that in mind, I think will help carry through the low parts, you know, mm-hmm. and just knowing that if you keep going, eventually something will come of that. But if mm-hmm. you stop, that's it. Um, but just being mindful of how you treat people along the way, um, at each step of the journey, you know, you don't, don't wanna ever place yourself above someone else you know or something like that just be mindful of how you treat people you never know who's going to grow into what or who and who you may need to lean on um, because we all will have to lean on each other eventually so just being mindful of of the role that you play in the community and Mm -hmm. making sure that you're you're giving as much as you're taking yeah all of that and just just seeing it keeping obviously keeping your personal interests and everything in mind but understanding that it's it's beyond you that this community will live outside of just one individual and that we all have a role to play in keeping it thriving keeping it healthy keeping it sustainable and just really taking pride in that you know no one else is going to come in and 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 do these things for us You know, like we have to, we have to start where we are. And I think that that, that was the biggest thing I think that got in my way of like having all these ideas, but not necessarily, or wanting it to do it a certain way, wanting it to look a certain way or whatever. And it's just like, just start where you are, just put it out there, you know, and don't be afraid to rework it, to come back to it. You can do it better later, but Mm. do it, you know, just do it.
0: okay I know that was directed towards the youth but I'm gonna (laughs) take that I'm gonna take that to heart too Jasmine thank
1: you I'm still still telling myself that to this day Mm. but I think if I again if I would have started younger (laughs) (laughs) but it's you know it comes it comes with age and just have just have grace give yourself some grace like you don't have to know everything right away like that's the whole point of growing and learning and and, you know, figuring yourself out, like, who you are 10 years from now or 10 years ago may be totally different, but just allow that growth to happen.
0: Hmm. Beautiful. Um, I want to give you an opportunity to make some shout outs to any artists or arts organizations, entities that have inspired you and propelled you on your journey.
1: Yeah. Um, so definitely, there's so many artists. I'm trying to think of um, <laughs> names. I don't want to mis- leave anybody out, but definitely, like you know, my core group. Especially since coming back, I've like reestablished like a little, little family base. Um, but I definitely uh, want to highlight like the the local artists that live. She's doing amazing now. Um, she's going to, she's she's everywhere, actually. <laughs> like, I, every time I pop up, she has another opportunity. She's really, really talented. Um, she's a, a painter. Well, actually, she does mixed media. She does illustrations and she also paints. Um, DJ Gemini Jilly, she's really amazing. She's, like, one of the other newer people that I connected with when I came back. Um, and it's just been, I've been, so proud to see her growth. She's like one of the best DJs around. Um, and she's just really becoming to make a name for herself and really growing. So I'm really proud of her. Um, the, all the countless music artists that we're like personally friends with, uh, TRP, the music group, they're really, really good. Um, they are gonna be doing some amazing things, just very organic, very, very true to like Milwaukee and very supportive of the Milwaukee culture. I think they represent represent a, a side of Milwaukee that hasn't necessarily been shown. You know, mm-hmm. we have like the inner city and then we have like the downtown, the Glitzy and I feel like they live, like they represent that right in the middle. Mm-hmm. And I think that that area Is very um, underrepresented for sure. So I'm I'm really excited to see what they do. Um, Of course, Kayla and Imagine. Um, Who else? Really just honestly, everybody, (laughs) everybody. I may have to come back to that one and give you some more names. But I just honestly, everybody that I come across that, that has reached out to me or that I've reached out to. There's so many people that are doing so many amazing things. And I'm just really proud to be to be around at this time to see it all happening. Um, mm-hmm. Brandon, my another good friend of mine, he um, has the Bricklayers Club, his own business. He's another fashion designer. Mm-hmm. And he's really amazing. He also works with the Bucks. Uh, at the Pfizer Forum, so he's he's really dope. Um, Samuel with Jungle Gems, he has his own brand. He's another one that's been doing this for ten plus years. Um, he's a vintage, one of the few, I believe, um, black-owned vintage shops mm-hmm. in Milwaukee. Um, it's called Jungle Gems, and he's really amazing, really dope, super creative, um, and he they they've all just been able to carve out their own little lanes and they've been able to really make a name for themselves. So I'm proud to call them, these people, my friends, and you know, my peers and be a part of their journeys.
0: Wonderful. Well, Jasmine, I need to let you go soon, but this has been so fun to chat with you. Mm-hmm.
1: Same. Yes, thank you so much for having me. We'll definitely have to do a part 2. Yes. For sure. This is just your intro. <laughs>
0: um, but before I let you go, I want to invite you to do a little a little dreaming and um I guess I want you to step back and imagine that imagine MKE and the people who are deeply invested in Milwaukee as a community growing and thriving and being a place where creatives can be born and raised and stay and grow and expand, but also attract people from the outside to want to be part of the magic that's happening here. If we are successful in this, Mm -hmm. I want you to paint a picture of what the city looks like.
1: In my mind, it definitely looks like just more... More colorful. That's like the best way I can describe it. In any way that you can imagine, that just visually, but also within the creative spaces, there's so many different shades of of greatness here, and I would like to see to see more of of a, a mixture of that, um, more of the different worlds coming together. I think you call it uh, silos. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I would like to see that come more together. I would like to see more collaboration, um, just organically, more public, public, just outdoors. We've, we're we getting to that. Milwaukee is definitely an outdoors festival type of thing. I know the weather kind of prohibits <laughs> us, but just more of a, a outwardly artistic place, somewhere where you can just go and you can feel it, you can see it, having that, having an arts district or just a central place where you can just come to be inspired, this is where you go, this is where it's happening, this is where you can find whatever type of creative inspiration that you're looking for. Um, and just, just hearing that, the conversations, just laughter, you know, just people really enjoying themselves, like, and not, worried about whatever bad news or whatever may be going on, you know, knowing that you can kind of escape from that a little bit through this culture and through this creative community. Um so I definitely see us expanding that and artists really feeling like they can be supported here. You know, it's is of course we can create here and we can make it happen for ourselves. But really them feeling like this is a place where they can be, where they can feel supported and empowered and appreciated and where art is respected and valued Mm. all across the board, not just within our community, but at the top. And um, it's obviously gonna be a challenge to get there, but I do, again, it's one of those things that we just have to keep fighting for it and have to keep building it. And eventually it will come um, Mm. for sure. And I think it, it's growing into that that space, um, but just keeping it, keeping it an emphasis on Milwaukee. You know, like the local, not feeling like we have to bring other people in for that. Like we have, it exists here already. We just need to continue to nurture it and cultivate it, and it will continue to grow.
0: Beautifully said. I I love this vision and I, I want to manifest it with you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's do it.
1: We can do it. We're going to do it. 414
0: Day Festival. <laughs> Heck yes. 414 Day Festival 2024.
1: Yes. I love it. I can see it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, thank you so much for your time and sharing your energy with us today, Jasmine. It's a pleasure to work alongside you and I'm honored to share this space with you.
1: Yes, thank you, Elizabeth, again for having me. Um, It's nice to be able to, to have these conversations, so I'm looking forward to it. And thank you for all that you do for Imagine and for the city and the community as well.
0: Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, Please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review, or contact us. Creative MKE is hosted, edited, and produced by me, Elizabeth Gasparka. The show's theme music was written and produced by Bobby Drake. To catch all the latest from Imagine MKE, hit us up at Twitter and Instagram at imagine underscore MKE, or Facebook, imagine MKE.